Good morning, blessed and free family, wherever you may be. Would it be afternoon, evening, wherever it may be? I just have a word from the Lord. I was listening to someone on Facebook early this morning. And they, they was breaking down the book of James. And it <laughs> it came to me in a way that it never did before. James 2, no, James 1, verse 2. And I'm going to read it from the from my Amplified Bible. And then I'm going to read the commentary at the, the bottom. And then I'm going to have a thought from the Lord about it. Because the word of God is so true. It's so true. Almighty Father God, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to help us to learn from everything that you want us to learn from, Father God. We want you to, us to use your word to grow and to do what you want need us to do, Father God. And you, we know that in the book of James, we know that James said that if it be want wisdom, let us ask God for it. Father God, we pray that you give us wisdom, even as I speak on this podcast, as we live our lives, that we can live the life that that is pleasing to you and we won't compromise the gospel. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So verse 2 verse two says, Consider it nothing but joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you fall into various trials. And the commentary says, Trials, these are sometimes circumstances, conflicts, suffering and troubles encountered by all believers. Trials are not pleasant and may be extremely grievous, but believers are to consider them as opportunity for rejoicing. Troubles and difficulties are a pool which refines and purifies our faith, producing patience and endurance. Amen. And I have to I have to say it's so true. I never really thought you know when re when reading James before the even verse two, I never really thought of it the way that it was broken down today and the way I see it working in my life. And I realized that there's none of us that want to go through tr troubles and trials because they're not nice. Because I went through a trial last year concerning a prayer line and I did feel like I was losing my mind. It was it was nice and it was a place that I, I surrendered to God and said, God, <laughs> I have no plans in my life. You take over because it's a place, trial, trials brings you to a place where it doesn't matter who is in your life. You need God to take you through it. And I think that's why he says that we have to consider them as joy because you might have people around you and they're pleasant people and they're giving, they're giving you support, they're giving you everything else. But there's a place that you go into that if God doesn't carry you through, if if he doesn't if he doesn't hold on to your hand, if he doesn't hold on to your head, you you don't know how you would survive. Trials takes you to a place where you meet God because he is the only one that can help to bring you out of it. And I realize that you you have to consider it as joy. When you're going it going through it, even with sickness, I've been through health issues and it's been God that's been keeping me because sometimes the pain has been unbearable. But he's been there in it and making me able to, to go through it. And it's so true. Sometimes as as human beings, nobody wants any trouble in their life. Everybody just wants, nobody wants any trials in their life. No, we in our right mind, we, we wouldn't. But God uses it and he said he turns it around for our good. Because it's so true. Because in the place of trials, he, he brings you forth 
out as pure gold in the place of trials your character changes you're not you don't think you're all that you don't you don't become so judgmental you you don't be, you you you, under, you become more understanding of people even when they've made mistakes because you know that sometimes you get to a point where you've made mistakes and there's nothing that you can do to change it and you're suffering for it so what i would really agree that god uses trials trials to perfect us and to let us meet up with him i know that i've heard some months and uh, my son recommended a book to me a, a few years ago i think it was 2013 and I, <laughs> the book is somewhere in the house uh, um, probably when i when i'm moving out i'll i'll find it but what it said was there's a wall that we all get to in life and we're all trying not to get to that wall because it's as if to say it's it's somewhere that we get to that we 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 don't know how we're going to get through we don't know how we're going to go on to the other side but it's a wall that we need to get to to take away the fear of living fear of life because when we get to that wall when we get to that wall we find that god meets us there and he takes us through to the other side and it's so true he, he is such a loving and caring father that he knows that we need breaking to become who he wants us to be. Because if we have an attitude to think that this belongs to us, we, we deserve this. So people are supposed to be privileged to have our company, to have us in relationships. We lose the things that he knows that we need in our life. And when we come out of the other side of the trials, we become different people. And we, we, we become grateful and thankful for the things that we have in our life, for the people that we have in our life, for the blessings that he gives to us, for the door that he closes in our life. Because sometimes, uh, to be honest, we have to th have thank God for unanswered prayers. Because sometimes, because I was fighting to stay on a prayer line, that in the end, God wanted to give me a podcast. And he's... He's worked in my life in so many different ways because of me going through, going through that trial. And I realized that if he had answered my prayer, if he had answered my prayer and, and put me back on to do, to be, in, to be in charge of, I wouldn't be on podcast now. And I, there's people that, that I've met since that I wouldn't have met. And when I look back on the trials, I, I was thinking, I was thinking to myself, why was I trying to hold on to that? Why was I trying to hold on to that prayer line? Why was I trying to hold on to something that is obviously ours to have let go of? Because if it was for me, God would have, wouldn't have made it work the way it worked. And you, you realize that when something is taken away and you, you try to build something else up, it doesn't work if God is not in it, it doesn't work in God, if God is not in it, sometimes the people that you thought would support you, they don't, and you realize that it's good that they didn't, and the thing that you thought was negative, to say they're unfaithful, they're this, they're that, it was good, whether God was telling them to, to, to leave you, <laughs> leave you, because it wasn't his plan for you, or they decided they'd be better off in this place, it doesn't matter, but you know that God turns it around and uses it for your good. Where, he, uh, 
We all go through trials at different times. We all go through it because I've found that before I've been complaining. I've been complaining from years ago that it said last year that in life it comes as if to say sometimes you're you're the box you're the boxer in a ring and you're on the you're on the fence and you know when you're on the fence and the and you just the punches just keep coming that that means that you're at your weak point and the opposition just keeps punching you punching you punching you just you get out of this and it's punching 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 and sometimes you feel hopeless about life and situations because you just feel that you're getting you're getting beaten and I've always felt that's that's how that's how the devil you comes at me. As soon as I get over one situation, I said yes. Oh, that's all right. The issue comes from somewhere else that I'm constantly going through, going through, going through. But I realize now that it's it it was a good thing at the time. I didn't think it was a good thing because at the time I'm looking at people that are that are more stable that are not going through this, that are not going through that, and I realize that. God has a plan for our life and the plans that he has for each and every one of us. It's good, but it's our plan. That means that we're, we're the ones that need to go through it. Sometimes we, we want to bring everybody on our journey, but there's, there's not every, it's not everyone that's meant to come on your journey because sometimes people coming on your journey stop you from really achieving what you're supposed to achieve because sometimes when you're going through the trial, and some and and you need to be going through it. They they're distracting you with other things that's stopping you from going through your trial. That's why God cuts off certain people from your life. I know that it's been a while. It's been a while now that, you know, people have been saying now, oh, people are leaving. Sometimes no. Sometimes you 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 read th you read things and the people saying that, uh, people people left their, left their life but they needed to go that you could become this or you could become that but it's true because sometimes people distract you and they, it's not about for your life it's not about something that's going to improve your life it's for something that they see in you that can do that you can do to help them to live their life and I've always said that we have to thank God for the closed doors as much as the open doors because the closed doors are even more important than the open doors because the reason I say that is because the the closed door no the closed doors stop you from wasting time they stop you from wasting time because they say because the closed doors show you that that's closed you can't get in there anymore so they I've no I've heard I've, I think I've read it when I said that there's people that are standing at closed doors when God has opened the doors down the road for them to go into and we have to trust God. We, we have to trust God even when we don't understand it. We have to trust him because sometimes some things, some, there's some situations that we have in our life and we don't understand it. There's way that people behave and we don't understand it. But we have to trust God because some of the things that we're pulling our ear out about wanting to hold, some of the people that we're wanting to hold into our life. You know, sometimes when, <laughs> to be honest, Sometimes when women, when women or men write and they say that um, my, my wife or my husband's having an affair or they've left and could you pray that praying for them to come back? When they say that, it's usually praying for them to come back. But I don't usually pray for them to come back. I pray for God's will to be done in the person's life. 
because I genuinely think that if somebody really loves someone and has eyes only for them, they're not they're not going to cheat on them. They're not going to leave them. Sometimes I leave them with children, and sometimes people don't want to be alone and they don't want to go through the struggles of being alone, even even raising children alone. No, but you find that there's a blessing that God gives you when you're in the struggle and when you're struggling to bring your children up and you bring them up and they can bless you at the end of it. They knew, they knew it wasn't easy, but they saw your love for them in it. And God is going to send you, God is going to send you someone who cares for you, who loves you, who wouldn't want to cheat on you. And sometimes, sometimes we're always praying for God to bring people back that don't want to be in, in our life. And I think we need to we need to know that everybody has free will and God is not going to be the God that's going to force somebody to come back to you because it always if it's his will for that person to be with you that person that person will have to come back but if it's not he won't have to come back and sometimes you have to you have to be careful why people come back into your life sometimes people come back into your life because after they've left They've seen that they were, <laughs> the grass was greener on the other side and they want to come back to that green grass. It's not that they really love you or want to be with you 100%, but it's because they've, saw, they've seen that the struggle with them being on their own without you is going to be harder. Well, I don't think anybody wants, wants anybody to love them just because, you can, just because, just because they, they can help them. Just because you can help them, you want someone to love you that even if you can't do anything for them, even if they're in a better position than you, that they, they'll still hold on to you. Even when, they're, even when they'll be encouraged to stray, but they're still holding on to you because what they see in you and the value that's in you is better than anybody else. Because I know that this story, I can't remember where I heard this story, but there was a story about a young boy finding a, um, like a, sto a stone in, in, in his... Uh, in his in his in his backyard but what i'm saying now he must he must have known that it was of some value even though he didn't know the value he must have known because he bought it out to the person that was selling fruit to the person that was selling something else to the market this this that and someone looked at it and probably someone said oh yeah it looks pretty probably i could use that as an ornament and gave him a, a few a, that would give him a a few a few dollars if that and then he went to somebody else and they were offering him this and he said <laughs> and he, he said um no he didn't want to take it and i can't remember if somebody sent him told him to go to that place today or he just he just went because i'm thinking now if somebody had told him to go there they would have bought it for off him and they would have had it for themselves that's what i say what is for you it's for you and nobody can take it Nobody can take it. It's only if it's not for you, it can go to someone else. And he, he ended up going to a, a jeweler's and the jeweler said to him that it's, it's priceless. It's a diamond. It's priceless. And <laughs> we go through life being diamonds in, 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 the, in the end of people that are selling fruits. And they don't truly know our value, but when but when God, when God takes us to the jewelers and shapes us, shapes us with with the trials and everything else, and the right person will come along and see that we are priceless. 
sometimes as women, and I'm not saying men don't do it too because it works both ways, but I'm talking from a woman's point of view. We spend our lives with people that, that see us not as diamonds. And then we, when they leave us, we, we, we want them to come back. We want them to come back. We cry with, the, with that. But rejoice. When people leave your life, rejoice. Because that's a sign that God is bringing someone into your life that truly loves you, truly cares for you. It's a miracle. You're going you're gonna to find it hard to believe because I listen, I listen to a pastor, I think it's R.C. Blakes, and he was saying that sometimes people settle for being options and not priorities. And he's saying that some women, they have men in their life that don't want to marry them. They, they, they just want to have sex with them, come when they like, go when they like. And then that woman might meet someone that wants wants her to be his wife, and sees sees that di that diamond in in that rough, but she's saying, <laughs> yeah, he's saying that yeah because he's saying it's actually a fact that the late they they email they email him and say oh I've met this person he's got a job he loves me and this but I just don't know if I should go out. <laughs> if I should leave the one that I'm with to go to him. And he's saying that sometimes our mindset get in, get in a way that we don't know what's good for us. And we, we keep on accepting the unacceptable just, to, just because of soul ties and because we don't, we don't value ourselves as people. But I'm saying, coming back to what James has said, see it as pure joy when we go into trials and temptations because it is a working of our faith because it does because I've looked back at that trial that I was always thinking would shape my life I don't know this and I'm looking back at it and I'm thanking God and I've been hearing teachings about it that when you go through the great darkness God brings you into his perfect light and it's so true so whatever you're going through today it might not be nice but know that tomorrow you'll thank God for bringing you through because your character would have would have been shaped up you'd have realized how good a father God is because he truly in your trials in my trials I've always found that he's never he's never he's never given me more than I could bear even though in in sickness the pain was bad even when in emotions it, the pain was bad but he would never given me more than I could bear because it always made me be able to rest my head at night and go to sleep and have an inner peace. God is faithful. God is true. And if we want to live the best life, don't run away from the trials when they come because sometimes we run away from, we run, we run away. We want to go back. Sometimes there's people that are in relationships and the relationships, one has decided that, yeah, it's, let's go. Um, I'm breaking it up. And they, or somebody has decided that this is, this is more than, I'm not getting what I really want. And then they go through it and then they go through it. And then in the middle, in the middle, when they just had a few inches to get over, they, they get weak and go back, go back. And then they're going to have to relive that every, every, every season because if if someone isn't right for you and they're not willing to change and they're not willing to change they're never going to change god doesn't force people to change 
because God gives us free will. And sometimes we say prayers and we say, oh God, let that person be, be this with that person. Let that person be with that person. Let that person be removed from that person. And God is not in that business. God is in the business of letting people live according to the plans that he has, he has for them. Other people might see it and say, how could you be going out with that person? How could you be doing that job? How you could be doing that? It's it's none of their business because it's the plans that God has for you are your plans that He has for you. In the Bible, it tells us that we've we have we're going in a way that we haven't been before. That means that probably we we probably have thought that we wouldn't we wouldn't go out with we wouldn't get married with somebody outside our race because that's our mindset. But if God sends someone outside your race that truly loves you and cares for you, what are you going to do to say, oh, I don't think that I should go out with someone outside my race? If God is saying that this is a person for you, and if God that has sent that person with, with love in their heart for you and can see you as a diamond, what are you going to, you're going to, you're going to take, you're going to uh, go back to say, you're going to look for someone in your race just, just because they're your race and they, they don't see you as that diamond. God is wanting us to have a, the right mindset and knowing that he loves us and the earth belongs to the Lord and the fullness thereof. That means that regardless of what race we may be, we all belong to him. And he wants us to live the best life. And he'll put us with the people that he knows that will enable us to live the best life. And you, you know what I <laughs> you know what I know? There's some there's a lot of marriages that God didn't send us in them, but we've decided that for some reason, ah, oh, he dresses nice. He dresses nice. He's got gold teeth in there. He dresses nice. He looks nice, and he'll make a good. He'll make a good partner. No, 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 no. That's not what makes. That's not what makes a good partner. Anybody can put on some clothes and look all right, but it's a character. It's an art, and it's how deep. How deep is their love for you? That's gonna carry you through and bring you where you need to go. Have a blessed day, everyone. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for wisdom, knowledge and understanding. I thank you for this morning that I was able to, to listen to that word because I've never really, really saw James, James verse 2 think it joy because I've always thought, how can you think it joy when you have trials and trials aren't good? But think it joy when you have trials because they'll make you into the man, the woman, the child that you're supposed to be. Because God has better things in store. And if you didn't go into that trial, you wouldn't be ready and you, you would waste your opportunity. It's just like Esther. Esther had to go through that. They all had to go through that. Is it that 12 months? Is it, was it 12 months of preparation where the, the perfume through knowing how to dress and knowing etiquette and everything else that when she was brought before the king that he could have chosen her. And then when it, the time came, that when she had to when she had to save her people, that she could go to him, and and he would give her what he would raise a scepter and give her what she wanted. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we pray that you help each and every one of us to know our true worth and to not to settle for less. And Father God, because as you are able to take anyone and to make them into a queen. If they are willing to go through their trials and there'll be a king there ready to receive them. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that your word, that the word of God, it may be out of fashion as people say is out of fashion, but it's got up to date solutions to life. It may be a whole book, but it's up to date. 
Because when we look into life, we see that we are living it. So why should we ignore something that we are living? Father God, you said that if there's anyone that lacks wisdom, let him ask God for it. We will give it in abundance. So Father God, we, we ask wisdom, each and every one, those on this podcast, that we should have wisdom to when to listen to you and to know what you are saying, Father God, and to let go of what we need to let go of and to hold on to what you need to, us to hold on to. Because sometimes we want to let go of the things that you want us to hold on to, to go back to the things that you want us to let go. But we pray for wisdom today. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Have a blessed day, everyone. Jesus loves you. And don't don't look at trials as you used to look at them, but look at trials as God wanting to, to, to polish you up as that diamond that he knows that you are. God bless.